Bang, bang, bang. Oh, you got skill, son. Oh, what about that? Send him off. Send the dirty guys off. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the second part of our podcast for tonight. Thanks, Azza. Did a remarkable job on the first one, mate. Sensational. Suck me off, mate. Mate, I'm going to lose my gig soon. Azza, <laughs> 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 oh, is that what the uploaded porn yep. hub? Oh, it was. Yeah. It oh, was. No, I was trying to think of the <laughs> that, dusty sucking off that porn star you guys know back to front. Johnny, Johnny Sins. Sins. Yeah. Maybe it's a... Fake, maybe we'll just write fake, fake Johnny Sins. Mate, I'm, st- I'm, s- <laughs> I'm still not around him and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. He's around you though, isn't he? Oh, oh, oh. He, he would wrap around my waist. Maybe, mate, he's from, he's, mate, he's got a, he's got a very sharp haircut, so I can't knock the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> There's another bloke in here that'll agree with you. Boy, that's what, that's the yeah. next NRL round that they need to do. Follically ball- challenged. Yeah, hundred percent. Skin tone headgears for everyone. I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nice, lads. Very nice. So, all right, uh, got a bit to get through tonight. Um, we're gonna hit the usuals, bit of craft and drafts. We'll get into a, a bit of chat around some some um, uh, polarizing topics over the over the course of the NRL over the few da- last few days. Into the casualty ward, hit the stock market, and uh, do a bit of comp romp to finish us off. So. Without any further ado, lads, let's uh, hit a bit of craft and draft. Drinking and drafting and you. <laughs> I am day drunk. Get ready to see my dick. Lukey, I'm going to start with you, mate. Um, and not necessarily about what you what you uh, what you're on tonight, but you you've hit a case of uh, mountain culture goodness. Goodness, over the last uh, 24 hours, mate, talk us through it. It looks like uh, it looks like a, a box of fun. Well, no, I haven't received it yet. I bought it. I haven't actually received that yet. I um, have also bought it. So um, yeah, it was. So what's the what's the Instagram page that uh, yeah, that was? It's like the it beer tour or something. Um, beer hug, I think. Beer hug. Let me have a look. I'm yeah, beer, it, it, it's beer hugs. It's a play on beer, beer hug. Are you beer hug? Are you yeah. Yeah, so that, they've pumped up this outstanding deal um, that they've got for um, <laughs> mountain culture <laughs> that I just I just couldn't go past it. So for $69, you get 12 mountain culture beers. There's four of them that are 500 mils, uh, and then you get uh, eight standard uh, 355 mil uh, tins. For, for for seventy bucks now, if you know your crafties, that's uh, that's a fairly good deal. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm buying this because you go down to staff, and if I was about to turn over seventy quid on some beers, I'm not coming away with twelve. Probably I can tell you three, that much. Three, four, forty. <laughs> fairly, fairly standard. Oh, yeah. Well, no. So a mountain cultured five hundred is anywhere between eighteen and twenty two dollars. They don't go under eighteen yeah. bucks. Yeah, pretty. So much. you're looking at you're looking at close to eighty dollars just for, for the, the four five hundreds. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, this is going to cover me for you know, a, you know, a week or two. So you know, but in terms of the outlay, it was definitely worth it. So yeah, I threw it up. But uh, yeah, so while I'm waiting for that one to arrive on my doorstep, the missus went back down to uh, Stafford. This afternoon, and she's picked me up this Hop Nation and Mountain Culture collaboration oat cream IPA. And uh, just having a look, uh, 
uh, Citra Cryo, Eldorado Cryo, Sabro Cryo, and T90 Nelson Sorvin. That's the name of the hop. T90 Nelson Sorvin. Outstanding. Um, yeah. So I'm on my second one of those. It's an oat cream IPA, and it's pretty delicious. It's uh, it's not the best oat cream IPA I've, I've had, but uh, at 6.8%, um, and I'm on my second, so you can probably safely assume that it's it's worth grabbing if you see it down there. Some pretty tidy can art on that one too. Yeah, it definitely is. Got uh, a few musical instruments and jazz stuff happening there. But uh, look, Mountain Culture can art is is sort of probably top to, top shelf anyway. So along with their beers. Do you think you like them because they're from Katoomba, Blue Mountains, Penrith? Well, no, no, it's not because I liked them before <laughs> I knew where they were from. To be fair, but once I found uh, out that they were from there, I was just like, get me around them even more. Yeah, I'm just giving you a rinse. That's, That's fine. <laughs> nice one. Benny, what about you, mate? Just an old favourite that I had in the fridge, mate. I didn't get a chance oh, to Oh, Sahis. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> on the lagers. No, we're on, we're on a, a Black Ops goat. Oh, yes. Can't go past a Black Ops goat. So I had uh, four of them in the fridge and thought I'd knock one back tonight. So nothing special. We've already spoken about it. We'll move on from that. Do you know, every every day I dread waking up and looking on social media and seeing that Black Ops is going to have sold to like CUB or Lion. Oh, wouldn't it be bad? It, it's, it's like a nightmare, a recurring nightmare. It's absolute nightmare because that's the thing about Stone and Wood because I drove past their little uh, brewery here in, in Byron today and, and I was kind of thinking they are not going to progress their beer range anymore. Now that it's with Lion, they don't need to bring out a Hazy. They don't need to bring out a double IPA or anything like that. They've got their beers. They don't need to progress it. And it's the same as what happened with James Squire and all that. They're just like, yeah, these are our beers now. So I'm really hoping, because that's a big feature of Black Ops, isn't it? That they've always bringing out new beers. They're trying different things. They're doing collabs, all this kind of stuff. Hopefully uh, they don't get tainted, because that's the other thing. Their good beers will turn to shit. Also see Stone and Wood Pacific Ale, <laughs> yep. which is which is. Well, Bolter have managed days. though. Bolter have managed to keep theirs. They have, um, yeah, quality. they have, yeah. So maybe that's the difference between CUB and Lion because Stone and Wood went to Lion and Bolter went to CUB, didn't they? Well, that's true too, and a lot of the pirate life that's on CUB is is quite still quite good. So yeah, yeah that's that's probably a good good shout there, Lukey. So. Yeah, nice on Benny. And as mate, you, uh, you you broke the seal over the weekend. You had a uh, <laughs> you had a, a wedding in in Melbourne on Friday, and then Friday you flew back yep. flew back up for your old man's sixtieth on Saturday up the sunny coast, mate. Yep. You you're clocking up more for yeah, yeah. And then I was at Felons last night. Oh, oh yeah, nice. <laughs> Nice. Not a footy, and he's he's going to punch uh, it again. I love it. Good <laughs> that's commitment. It. Good commitment. Uh, just the cages for me tonight. An old fave. Oh yeah. Um, like Benny didn't get a chance to get to a bottle. Of, so, although I am going to get on this culture case, which I rate as well. But also, it's, there was a good one on there. The stomping ground one looked good as well. Because you get the corduroy hat. But I, they yes. probably sold out on that. To be that was a few weeks ago, man. That that was up. So I reckon they're Give sold me the out. Hat. Or there'll be a riot. <laughs> oh, speaking of hats, bro, you've got our cord hats, don't you? Wore my uh, milk hat down to Melbourne. Did me, did me a world of good. Um, geez, they look good. Not yeah. the Knights one, but everyone, everyone else's looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I actually thought the Knights one looked fairly ordinary. I wanted to get nah, the. They're uh, all good. 
the, I wanted to get the Tweed one. I wanted to get the Tweed Seagulls one. Um, but I let Lukey get that one because there was no Panthers. So, yeah. We uh, we might pump that page up on, on our socials, Marshall's I reckon. Yes. They, yeah, because I was a, talking last week. There's a Roosters one. That's their old school Roosters branding. So it's got no Sydney branding. So we'll, yeah, we'll that's get cool. it for Oz Target. Oh, fucking yes. stop it. Yes, I didn't think of that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, our club is Wavell Heights Roosters for everyone out there, so that, that makes a ton of sense. Not a big fan of it because, you know, we're the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get around the Roosters, but, yeah, good good kid anyway. So. Not good kid, yeah. Yeah, nice one. Very good, very good. Well, I'm, I'm, lads, I'm on this, uh, this Mr. Miyagi Hazy IPA from Deep Creek, um, and... It's not bad. It's okay. It's a 440, uh, 2.3 standard drinks. It's got citra um, hops in it. It's okay for a hazy. I, I wouldn't say it's the nicest hazy I've had. So, um, But shout out to Deep Creek because they do have a beer called the Dusty Gringos. Don't know what it's Ooh. like, but that's a shit hot name. So I actually, I actually tried to use it as my team name this year because it was that good. But Supercoach said, nah. You're a racist prick because I use because <laughs> it had the word Gringo in the name. I'm like, it's not my name. It's not my name. I'm just using it. I'm There's just actually a beer marketing this name on the market. yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I'll pick something else. But uh, yeah, no, this uh, this Deep Creek is not not too bad. But I do have a Black Hops and Rocky Ridge uh, Hop Swap collab coming up a bit later, which I'm a little bit excited about. So um, yeah, stay tuned. Slur- slurring his words again. Probably, mate. It's all I bring to this fucking potty, isn't it? <laughs> we established that last week, mate. Yeah, that's it. 100%. 100%. All right, nice one, lads. All right, well, we're going to get into... We're going to just have a, a bit of chat um, around a couple of topics that happened uh, over the course of the weekend. Um, all of them have been um, talked to to death, but, you know, we've got to put our two bob in because, you know, we, we, we like to consider ourselves armchair analysts. And we didn't uh, do a morning after as well, so we've that, that is correct. For the fans? Yes, yes. Dusty was too charged on Sunday night to do a morning after, and Monday morning was too early. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't happen this week. Sorry for everyone out there, but we'll have a bit of a chat around a few things that happened. Uh, Lukey, what do we want to lead off with here, mate? What do we want to kick off with? Well, I, I reckon we touched um, on the West Tigers-North Queensland game. Uh, obviously, you know, it's been done to death and Annesley's come out, said his little piece. Uh, the hole that the NRL has dug for themselves is bordering on centre of the earth sort of stuff. So <laughs> I'm just not sure <laughs> what's going to come of that. But I think the biggest thing out of all of it is that... What the NRL has basically said is that if there's a stoppage, you can challenge even non-calls now, whereas the the rule itself in the rule book actually states that challenges aren't to be used on non-calls. They can only be used on a call that a ref has made. You can then challenge that to try and correct it. So in the instance to try and apply that to what's happened in North Queensland, the ref didn't see the escort and didn't make a call on it. So therefore the challenge shouldn't have even been able to be applied in that situation, regardless of whether it was a soft whistle or, you know, time had stopped and not full time had been blown or whatever. By the letter of the law and black and white, even though Annesley said, no, it's not black and white, 
it says you cannot challenge a non-call by the ref. You can only challenge a call that the referee has made. So, so why is it why is there new rules all of a sudden? As I said, mate, they're touching oh, on the center of the fucking earth. Fucking I think so, they man. just there was too much pressure. This there is going to pressure open a fucking in, in can of worms of a, of a referee. Hundred percent, it is, man. Can't they just go like and so? Anna, what Annesley has come out and said is is that the play didn't constitute a penalty. They said there wasn't enough. Um, interaction between the bloke who, who like Kapoa running back because he was had eyes on he the footy. He did not even know felt was there, man. They said, yeah, and, and and he goes, um, it was an irregular line that he ran. <laughs> like, shut up, dickhead. But he, he had eyes for the footy the whole time. Runs. Yeah. He had eyes for the footy and he was running towards the football. So and that footy can go anywhere off those yep. things. They yep. bat it back. You want to be there? Do you just? You can't say that he was deliberately trying to take someone out at and any point. He wasn't. And Annesley and hit the nail on the head. He goes, at no point did he look over his shoulder to see where the chasers were coming from. He just kept his eyes on the footy. Yeah. So, therefore, we don't feel there was enough um, uh, contact to uh, justify a penalty. Okay, sweet. 100% you got that right. Okay, so that's that's the first wrong call. But to basically try and justify that there's no way the ref on the field took all that into consideration went, I'm just going to blow time off here. You know, like none of that happened. What's happened is they've gone back and looked at it and said, how can we spin this so that it looks like we've done the right thing? Look, at the end of the day, refs calls decide games in some instances. There's probably, what, one game a season where a maybe ref's called, two, maybe, maybe two, two max. Yeah. you know, where a ref's call decides a game. It's not usually on the last play of the game, unfortunately. However, you can honestly say that there are some times when you know, we've all played footy. We know how momentum works. Um, a ref's call can influence that, and it can. You know, you can say, "Oh, they had 20 minutes to wrestle it back." But if 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 a ref's call is, but the thing is, no one believes the refs are 100 percent accurate. So it's something that we're willing to accept. The NRL would have just been better to come out and said, "Yep, we got it royally wrong there. We need to have a look at these processes." Unfortunately, the West Tigers have suffered from this. However, let's look at it and go, do we miss two fucking goals at the end of that game? He kicks one of those, it's not even a, a situation. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can sit there and go, you expect the refs to be... What, so what's what's the accuracy that you expect the refs to perform at? I ask you blokes here. Realistically, what's the accuracy? 85 to 90%. Okay. Yeah. Same as a good goal kicker. Do we kick it at 80%? So what the fuck is the difference there? Five percent? You're really going to argue about five percent? You if can't he... tell me he got eighty-five percent right in the rest of the game though. And he's not a very confident ref as it is. No, he looks he unsure. Was so, when he no, fucking he was so I, I, I'm, fucking. He I'm, was so like he backed down straight away. The Tigers are coming. He's like, oh, let me. Like, I can't hear. Like, I can't hear. He's running away from players rather than just fucking standing his ground and being like, stop, go away, go away. Yeah. Whereas other refs stand their ground and tell people to piss off. He runs away from players, man. He's not a good ref. Yeah, but, okay, so yeah, maybe he didn't get 85% right. But there would be games where the refs get 97% right. I'm talking generally as a refereeing corp. They probably get about 85 to 90% right. Okay, I'd like to throw this out there on the eve of uh, women in league round. Uh, Casey Badger would have got that call right in the bunker. Her performance in that game was sensational. It was fucking stellar. She she Top applied. Tier. 
she applied the common sense that the armchair sports fan would have done and also has been looking for for years. So I, I She refereed on that obstruction, didn't she? She's a non-player. But they all yeah. are. They're all non-players. Oh, I mean, there's a, f- it's there's easy, a few easy plays. Easy to look at, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, he's supposed to... The, Ashley Klein was in the bunker. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be our best referee. He's supposed to be our number one. He just had all three Origin games. He's supposed to be our number one referee, and he gets it wrong. And not only did he get, <coughs> sorry, not only did he get that wrong, Val Holmes is who's the kicker is offside at the kickoff because he's in front of the line when he kicks the footy, which is automatically an offside. Mm-hmm. So he got that wrong as well. So he gets two things wrong in in the moment of absolute truth. I didn't but see you can that. Go did, back. Did, did Val stand to the side of the ball and kick it? From yeah, so he was, line, on, he? Yeah, he was right. on the Tigers' side of halfway when he kicked yeah, the foot, right. which is an that. automatic penalty. So it shouldn't have even got as far as the obstruction because he's offside. Uh, as I'm going to... as I'm just going to warn you, trigger alert. Yep. I'm just going to give trigger alert. So what about a couple of weeks ago when oh, the Raiders no, played what, the Dragons? But their thing... Elliot Sorry, Whitehead come running over to the referee and said, I want to challenge that. He was offside. I want to challenge that. He goes, nah, game's over. Game's over. It completely contradicts everything that they said was weighed up in that call on the weekend. And that yeah. only happened two weeks ago. Yeah, and, and but that's the whole point. They're digging themselves a hole because they're trying to justify because they know that they fucked up royally here. But the thing is, let's be fair. <laughs> if they had ever just come out and said, yep, look, it's unfortunate the Tigers have suffered this um, circumstance. Um, they can't, though. Why it not? It opens it up to a, a why lawsuit. Not? For what? They've done it before, man. They've gone, oh, you know, we made the wrong call there yeah, and such yeah. and such a stuff. But when they admit... Uh, we got it wrong. They do they, it every week. No, but when they admit that they got processes wrong, so they can make a bad call on field, that's fine. But when a, when the bunker gets involved and they got processes wrong, that's what I'm led to believe can lead to legal action. So that's what the Tigers have come out today and said, we want the audio from bunker to referee and vice versa. Because if the bunker gets involved and said, hang on a sec, let us check it before you accept a challenge or stand there and listen to a challenge, then he's getting outside influence and that can affect the result. Yeah, okay. And if that's the case, then fair enough. Then it probably warrants it right. But if you follow process and you've got it wrong, then... You've got nothing to worry about, right? If it's just a, if it's yeah. human error, then you've got nothing to worry about. If they haven't followed process, then then they should be liable for like a court of arbitration or whatever. But let's be fair. I saw some bullshit on fucking Twitter from a fairly credible account saying stuff about oh the repercussions of the Tigers trying to avoid wooden spoon and the commercial um, implications that 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 may have. It's like, uh, are you fucking for real? The Tigers could finish fifteenth and miss the wooden spoon, and they're equally as bad as if they get the wooden spoon. Like, come on. The Tigers have rubbished their own brand for years, so don't try and tell me that taking two points off them in this one game is the make-or-break point of them being able to be commercially viable as a brand. Like, come I think it's the it's the teams that are third, fourth, fifth on the ladder that affects more. Like... You were playing for top four spots, and now the Cowboys have gone clear, a game clear of third and fourth, and two games clear of fifth and sixth. So they should take the NRL to 
the court of arbitration because it's no, only the Tigers that, that can. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm but not having a go at you, but no, no, I'm I, not I, saying like when you're saying the Tigers aren't affected, which I agree with. Like you get the two points; it's confidence building at best. Um, but it 100 the call has affected more teams than just the Tigers. Okay. I'd like to point out that the Tigers have some very winnable games coming up. Um, they've got Bulldogs, they've got Newcastle, uh, they've got the Raiders, and the Titans have less winnable games coming up. So there's no reason from this point out that the Tigers can cry poor and say, oh, it cost us and we got, we got the wooden spoon because of that one call, which is going to happen if they do get the wooden spoon. There's going to be, especially if they if they only lose on four and against uh, at the moment. They're tied with the Titans on four and against, uh, just by four and against at the bottom. They're on the same points. They're 16th, and it's like you've got winnable games coming up. You can do this if you, you know, if your players apply themselves and they really don't want the wooden spoon, they should be able to do it. You got the roster. Yep. Let's be honest. The only justice will be if the Knights get the wooden spoon. Like they are. The worst team in the competition. <laughs> no, the Titans are man. The Titans. No, no, are the Titans. Titans. No, 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 the Titans are playing a way better brand of football than the Knights are. Yeah, I, I watch the Titans and I go, I'm getting a bit out of this game because they're scoring some decent tries. I watch the Knights and just go, I hate everything about this fucking telecast. But you're <laughs> attached to it, man. I, yeah, yeah. So are you telling me you've watched it? You probably haven't watched a Knights game. Are you watching a Knights game and go? Yeah, there's there's something attractive about this. They're just unlucky, or they're no, just I'll getting agree. I, don't, I don't agree with that. But what I'm agreeing is, is that there's the Knights aren't clearly the worst side. The Titans oh, with the roster really? the Titans have. Oh, yeah. No, I disagree with you, man. They can't score more than fucking 14 points a game, and you're telling me they're scoring good tries. Like, well, they scored 26 on the weekend. I know, but have a, go back and have a look at their last, you know, half a dozen games. So. Yeah. You know. Anyway, might yeah, might be subjective. I just think that yeah, it would be unjust for those two teams. I think we are, and we're going to play Phoenix Cross on this weekend. We are going to play Phoenix Cross on this weekend. <laughs> anyway, I think, anyway, I think on the point of of the officiating, the NRL is over officiating the game at the moment. Yep, well and truly, like it's getting. Is it the NRL? Is it is is it the NRL or is it the bunker? Because every time a fucking call goes to the bunker. It becomes grey and inconsistent. <laughs> the calls that are made on the field, uh, you could take it or leave them. You could take it or leave them. Anytime yeah, something goes to the bunker, that's when they start fucking up the game. Look at the Adam Reynolds thing on the weekend. But then you, you look you, at it, man, you go, who are the people in the bunker? It's the fucking the refs. referees. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you go, I, I, but there's less it. pressure on them in the bunker and more assistance via technology, time, Fucking, they've got someone sitting there next to them that's an ex-player that's chipping but it's them. A, and they but still it's a process. Get it wrong, the dickheads. It's the process, though. It's the process. It's like they've got to overanalyze every situation. Like let's PVL, be honest, man. This is the PVL era. It's can the we PVL just pay? Era. Can we just pay Casey Badger five hundred grand and get her to do every game? Fucking oath, man. Honestly, that's all she needs to do is work four yep. days a week: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's all she hey, needs half to do. a mil. I'm happy with that. Do it. Fucking oath. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. All right, yeah, let's move on. So, um, next topic, Lukey. Next, what are we talking about? Well, obviously, it's been all over the news in the last two days, but it's the fact that uh, the Manly side is decimated uh, this week. They're missing seven of their regular first graders due to a uh, protest against a um, jersey that the club decided to 
where without notifying the players and uh, the players that have uh, stepped away from the team this week are of Pacific Islander descent and obviously have strong cultural ties to a uh, religious belief that is denying them the um, I guess the the ability to, to play under the jersey now uh, we've, we've probably all heard it and we've probably all got our opinion Um I'm probably going to take up a little bit of uh, time here just to express how I feel about this because uh, I feel like it probably needs to be said. Firstly, Scott Penn. You fucking clown. He's done this in the past. He's got to be one of the worst club administrators ever. Are you fucking tone deaf, cunt? Like, you're in a a league where there is 45% Pacific Islanders. Did you wake up fucking yesterday from a 60-year sleep? Pacific Islanders have strong cultural and religious beliefs. If anyone's going to protest this sort of fucking movement, it's them. And you just don't consult them? You just fucking don't. And you don't even consult your board? You consult your board, maybe one of the board members goes, Hey, Scott, we should probably just involve the players in this decision because of XYZ. But no, you've decided not to do that. And now you find yourself in this position here. So to be fair on the players, and I'm, I'm only going to be a little bit fair on the players here, in this, how you don't consult the players that need to wear those fucking jerseys is beyond me. I, I just don't get it. But it's Scott Penn, and he's a fucking clown, and he's an ass clown. And once again, you've proven why you're a shit administrator and why your club is constantly playing catch-up footy while you're at the helm, all right? Take this advice, fuck off, and stop handicapping your club. All right, that's Scott Penn done. Secondly, Remember that old bloke from that video from A Current Affair that, like, imitates a dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've referenced this before. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a potty without Luke, you haven't a full foam mouth rant. Yeah, 100%. You, 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 know, you know what I love about it too? And like you were saying, Lukey, how he's so unaware of the situation. They are in direct competition with the Roosters for that fucking final spot in the eight. Unbelievable. And he's, just, and he's decided to do it on the week that they're playing the Roosters at home. <laughs> they were a red hot chance he of winning. He's so tone deaf and not situationally aware. It's just, he's just this... Cl- he's probably overseas, man. He's probably overseas making these calls from fucking, um, you know, California, Silicon Valley, just having fucking, you know, meetings about some other shit that he does, you know, with his, his tech company or whatever it is that he does. He's just the most fucking tone deaf idiot um, that's running a club. And, and for Manly fans out there, I really apologise that you have to endure this era of Scott Penn. Uh, you probably think, oh, he was at the helm while we won comps. Yeah, but he, look what he's done to your, your club, okay? Anyway. Oh, Bobby, Bob, Bob Fulton had a fuckload to, more to do with that but than they were, he did, but, though. But they're, but they're fucking hand in hand, mate. They're, they're mates. They're mates. They, that's, that's how it worked. Anyway, I'll move on to the players. Now, I don't want to get bogged down in religious stuff, okay? But what I don't understand about this whole shit is, talk to me about those seven players and... Every other club bar Manly, so the 15 other clubs in the comp bar Manly are sitting there going, thank fuck Manly took this bullet because every other comp would be in that situation where it may not be seven, might be two or three, it might be fucking 17. Who knows? But there would be, every other club would have a situation on their hands where players would boycott if they did this to their players, right? So, but what I don't understand is, is that these players, all sport tattoos, they all, a lot of them gamble and play the pokies. They wear jerseys that have fucking gambling sponsorship on them. There's players that have fucking uh, drink, uh, you know, have DUIs. They assault members of the public. 
They fucking assault their wives. They cheat on their wives. They take illicit drugs. But they're going to draw the line at fucking um, homosexuality when it comes to their religious beliefs. Now, I'm leaving this shit in and I don't give a fuck if I offend people, okay? Because if you are inconsistent with your application of your cultural or religious beliefs, then that is not cultural or religious beliefs. That's bigotry. And I look at this here and I go, I know there's players that just partake in the seven or eight activities that I've just listed off. But now you're going to turn around and go fucking, oh, all of a sudden, I'm going to draw the line at that. I understand that with the, as far as the cultural heritage go, that the elders in these cultures have a very big influence on these young fellas. But where are they going? Oh, you're wearing gambling on your jersey. Mm. You're going and sticking more money in the pokies. What the fuck are you doing that for? This Bible fucking scripture passage says that you can't do that. Oh, you've can- gone and flogged your missus up. What, what? Oh, okay, can, can I can I just I just want to separate a couple of things that you've said there, Lukey, because I, where where I think they're all valid. I've seen a lot on Twitter today about oh, there's there's gambling sponsorship and there's alcohol and cigarette sponsorship. They sponsor the club. They are there providing support financially for the club. So whether they like it or not, right? It's providing monetary support for the club, right? And I'm not saying that that has to be the reason that they do it or not, but it, but it is the reason that they do it or not. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, okay. Sponsors. So take that one. Take that one instance off the list. There's still fucking six yep. or seven other ones. Hundred percent, there is. Of their own doing as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Do you, still, I, I just do you stick just... fucking money in poker machines? Yeah. Do you fucking yeah, rack we, up on we a weekend can't, in like, the off season? Just, yeah. just to caveat that we can't be sure that these seven players do all of those things I, I, well, I, well like I'll go back to round 17 and tell you how many of them have got tattoos oh yeah a lot of them have got tattoos but but then but then that's a cultural thing for Islanders though Loki you know, you, know, you know what I mean that's a cultural thing that, 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 that could be accepted so you're telling me every every tattoo that they've got is cultural no no no, no, no but what I'm saying is where I think where I think their 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 position is on this and again we don't know which individuals do what here? We're just assuming that you know that this is this is what they're doing. But I get when you put that jersey on, right? They're probably seeing it as well. I'm partaking individually in something that I don't believe in. Okay, so that's what they're doing. When it comes to alcohol sponsorship and all this kind of stuff, they're not smoking. They may not be drinking if they're wearing a shirt that has that sponsorship on there. You know, so we don't we don't know that for sure that that's what's happening, and I don't even know if that's their justification. But all I'm trying to say is that I was I was saying to the boys uh, earlier when we were off air, um, I, I I don't support their position at all. But what I do support is that they're entitled to their beliefs, right? They they're in, they're absolutely entitled to their beliefs. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, we've all got. Um opinions on it and look I'll support the players as far as they they should have been consulted it, it is is unfathomable uh, unfathomable that a business like Manly a multi-million dollar business like Manly wearing a football club failed to consult the players that have to wear this jersey it's just unfathomable um, I separate that from the fact that uh, you know I disagree with what the players believe in but I also disagree with the fact that I feel like it's hypocritical 
Um, and that that's what that's how what sits with me. I just go, yeah, like how can you say that in one breath and and consider it religious beliefs? Just just get rid of the religious part and just go. This is what I believe, not yeah. tie it to religion because you you don't tie all that other shit to religion. And I think it's unfair to people who are who practice religion and go the whole nine yards and do it all. You know what I mean? But also the other side of it. Don't don't sit there and go, oh, what I'll do is I'll just be a bigoted cunt and I'll just tie it back to religion so that it makes me look a little bit better than what I believe in. Well, no, nah, man, just own it and be yourself. Just go, yeah, it's not a religious thing. I just actually don't believe that that's the case. And, you know, that, that's, that's, my, that's my thing with it. But... Yeah, Manly, I think that the apology today that Des did, as tough as it was to hear and, and it would have been tough for him to do, um, I think it's spot on. I think it's 100% spot on. Um, they fucked up. They fucked up big time, Manly, because what they did was they um, jumped the gun and they put themselves and the league and those players, they exposed those players. Um, and, you know. Yeah. What about the fact that they've hijacked women in league round? Yeah, I, I think I think that's just like, hang on a second. Like, why did you decide to be the only team doing this in a round where there was already other another agenda organised, and something we celebrate a lot of? I, I just kind of feel like, hang on, like this is, yeah. I think they're just pushing their own agenda. I, I don't understand it. They, they, they've they've taken the shine off a, off a round that's usually fairly successful for for the rugby league. So, yeah. Do you think that they consulted the NRL before they did it? Surely not. Surely someone from the NRL would have said, okay, you'd so you've got the backing your, of the players. You'd have to get your jersey approved, wouldn't you? So someone would have to look at it. You'd think so. I, I just, But then surely they would have said, is this player approved? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's, My only thinking is that the board and Manly have just, when they're thinking about this, they've gone, these boys run out with points bet branding on them they run onto a stadium that's sponsored by a brewery um bro the board wasn't even consulted about this yeah well so they didn't even get to make that call the like from what paul kent said on 360 last night and i don't but this is the only inside source that the nrl that, that we sort of have is that no one was consulted the players found out about it when Kepi, DCE and Garrick were asked to attend the photo shoot and then it was put up on their social media and players are like, what, what, what's going on? Is this what we're doing? And that's how the players found out about it. The board well, was not consulted. You, you can't tell me three, it was just three Caucasian players that were picked to... They're the only ones in the photo shoot, man. Yeah, I understand that, but like you look the week before or the couple of weeks before, and Manly's doing their Pepsi jersey and it's Saab and all that sort of stuff. They knew like, what they were doing, man. They yeah, knew that they dodged the Polynesian players because they understood the risk. And again, Sean Scott Penn, take a bow, brother. <laughs> Lukey, you wanted to have a bit of a chat around uh, the the um, the happenings around Ponga. Yep. As well, coming from the weekend, and obviously he uh, he took what originally looked like a fairly innocuous shot um, from Matt Lodge. Uh, did uh, have a have a secondary blow when his head hit the ground, 
Um, and now it's looking like he potentially doesn't play for the rest of the year. Um, I want to talk to that a bit more. Oh, I just, obviously, the repercussions for Ponger himself. Obviously, the Knights were not a chance to make the final. So, um, I just sort of look at it and go, the contract saga that played out at the start of the year, you know, and all that drama that unfolded. Um, and now you've got a player who is potentially one to two concussions away from maybe not playing again. I mean, uh, I know the NRL physio says things about concussions that there's no, you know, severity put on concussions and thing like that. Um, the thing is, man, it looked like he was out before he hit the ground, and that's why his head hit the ground so hard. And then you look at the contact and you go, you see contact like that twenty times a game, yeah, and, he's and players just too. fucking truck on and like. I'm not trying to say that, that someone. I'm not trying to make it a toughness thing about Ponga, but what I'm trying to make it is a durability thing. If that sort of contact, which a lot of players cop during a game, will bring him undone, are we talking medical retirement sort of areas? I think you'll have you'll have a good off season to recover and stuff. Even today, he came out and said, "I feel fine. It's more a precaution now." But his last couple of knocks didn't look as bad either. He just sort of he got pulled off by the dock, or like he was still running around. But he failed a man. He's failed yeah, three in five weeks. Yeah. If then that's the thing. If they're not bad, he gets back on the field, right? Yeah, hundred percent. But, but that's but, sort of but, what happens after. Like he's saying after he's feeling okay, but they just keep happening, and he fails on the day and. So many it's in a such a short short space of time. Uh, you know, like he had three in four weeks at yeah. some point. And then before that, he had two more. He, he had two where he actually passed, but that was still head knocks. And then he had three that he failed. So it's a, it's a close proximity. Uh, I guess from my perspective, do we know... Is it, Do we know if the club isn't shutting it down? If the club isn't saying, look, mate, that, you know... We're down by 20 here. What, what, what's the point of you going back out? We're shutting you down. You're not going back out there. But if that like, was we the don't case, know why that. are they shutting him down for the season? Well, if it because was just now, a game thing. Now, no, because... No, no, what I'm saying is, like, he's had the concussion. He's a bit scratchy. He could pass. He could... He, we, we don't know that. Is it the independent doctor who's saying, nah, he's failed? Or is it the club doctor who's gone... Mate, you're not going back out there. Like, you know, we're down by 20, which has been the case in fucking 90% of our games this year. So they've just gone... There's no point putting you back out there. He comes back the next game because, you know, maybe he wasn't that badly injured. Um, so they've got him back in the side. He takes another hit and they're like, fuck. All right, no, we, we, we're we sitting here. We're down by 20 again. We're sitting here. There's no point in you going back out and, and potentially doing even more damage. We don't know that. Like, I'd, again, you, you just don't know what's going on behind closed doors because, like you're saying, the, the hits don't look that severe. But again... As the physio has always said, the more concussions you get, the less you have to, the less impact you have to cop for it to actually be a significant concussion, and that kind of talks to what happened on the weekend. But in saying that too, it was flush on the jaw, and his jaw moved a fair bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's an, that's enough to 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 knock most blokes out, um, or at least give them a a, a decent concussion. 
what I want to talk about is what the fuck happened to Lodge? Nothing. It was nothing. And I know he got wrong-footed. He's still, yeah. he's still hitting. He's still. So, okay, well, here's the precedent. Dale Finucane just got rubbed out for three weeks for a head clash. Two, for a head clash. But, but he wasn't fucking Two. wrong-footed, man. He sprinted out of the line to put a fucking shot on, and that's the difference. But Finucane, he was wrong-footed. He no, was wrong-footed, and nah. that's why he made contact with the head first. Yeah, but th- but that's why they always fucking got Dylan Napper. It's because he used to come out of the line looking for the big shot and hit him with his head. It's the same thing with Finucane, whereas Lodge was just a part of the line. He got wrong-footed, and the arm didn't swing. The arm so was why did, out there. So tell me then, why did a very clean player in Will Kennedy get fucking three weeks for the same shit? Oh. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't see it as the same. Will Kennedy's it. a lot cleaner player, though, man. He like, is. But, man, look, I, okay, I'm not defending, but... Here's your precedent. Fucking a, so- a sofa Solomona. Yeah. The bloke literally hits blokes in the head every week and just gets fined. He literally, the same round that fucking... Oh, it was the Parramatta game early in the in the year. He flogged the shit out of Oregon Kafusi or Makatoa in the jaw. Like, it was a swinging arm on the way down. The bloke was already tackled, headed to the ground, and he's come third man in and clocked him around the head and got a fine. And everything since then has been a fine. Yet I look at Jordan Rapana and they've gone last week, oh, nah, he's had too many incidents this week. He can't be fined anymore. So it's now gone into suspension territory. It's the anomaly that is the NRL. It's the hypocrisy that is the NRL. I can't explain it, man. I can't explain why Finucane gets charged, why Will Kennedy gets charged, why... A sofa Solomona and Lodge don't. I can't do it, man. And I, yeah. I don't think that needs to play into the Ponga situation. Well, the no, si- it doesn't. But uh, and look, for the record, I actually agree with Fanukin getting suspended, not for that long. I think he should have got a week because we 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 want to discourage really bad tackle technique because that's when things go wrong, and that's what happened. He had horrible technique. There was nothing, nothing. There was, he so was just trying to back feet up. Cunt. All he was, Short, all he was yeah, trying to do up. was Fucking force an error. Oh. Yeah, exactly. But that, that, but by doing that, increases the risk yeah, of something 100%. going wrong, and it did, right? But it's the same as with with Lodge, right? I know it was very reactionary, but he still chucked an arm out at a bloke's head. Yeah, I agree. Lodge uh, should have got a week too. I reckon he should have. Or a, absolutely or a big, got big a week. fine. Because I don't. Did Lodge get fined? I don't no, think he even got right. fined. Just no, a penalty. He didn't even get fined. So but then you've got you got the kick out thing as well. Like yeah. So Lukey, that's something that I asked in our group chat and sort of didn't touch on. We touched on the Fanukin thing. Yo didn't see anything for the, the swinging arm of Moylan. No, he fucking clocked him right in the jaw too. So uh, not him. He split his eye open. Man, uh, as I'm saying, it isn't. It's, it's so inconsistent. inconsistent, man. It is so inconsistent that it, it's impossible for me to talk to. And make a comment that's accurate. I, I just yeah. couldn't because there's so much inconsistency. And but. as a Cronulla fan, like it, it annoys me that Connor Tracy dropped that ball after they looked at it and then still let it go after he copped a shoulder charge. And the shoulder charge is something they've done their best to rub out of the game. So I would think the bunker would be able to overrule on that and go, no, nah, no, nah, hang on. There was a shoulder charge there. That needs to be a penalty. Uh, and it has Cronulla attacking the Panthers line down by four. And instead, Panthers get the ball and Lula scores. I, you know, we probably didn't deserve to win that game anyway. Didn't play well enough to beat the Panthers in that instance. Um, I was pretty happy with how Cronulla played as a Cronulla fan, but I think that was definitely made the game finish a little bit worse than it was. 
the game. Bunk, was. Bunker's cooked, man. Bunker's yeah. cooked. 100%. It is the bunker's been cooked. cooked all year. So, look, we've uh, we've offered on for a fair bit there on those topics, but, um, you know, I appreciate everyone's ears on those things. We just need to air some shit out, I guess. But, uh, yeah, let's... Um, Let's move on. I think as has cooked up some casualty ward stuff for us. So pretty good segue going from uh, head knots and Kalen Ponger and concussions into some casualty wards. So let's rip in, eh, fellas? Well, that was a sickening blow, Tony. He would have been wearing his balls as earrings there for a few seconds. Grandma took a little spill at the sand dunes. Broke her cockets. Hurts because the dirt gets mushed oh. into it. I broke my back. Spinal. You tell me if I need the bandage. It looks like you scraped yourself on the ladder, maybe. Maybe sit the next couple plays out. Doubt, doubt. Yeah, sweet. Uh, obviously, the big one was Ponga, and we've touched on that. Um, <clears throat> we've also got Jerome Luai, who's done his knee, and that's looking sort of a three- to four-weeker at this stage. It, um, I've just read that it, they're sort of happy, more happy with the scans than they thought. Um Stephen Crichton, obviously, we just talked about the wacky copped from Fanukin. Um, he's had some plastic surgery on his ear. Um, I'm more worried about his concussion. Yeah, fair. So if his na- if his nickname isn't Evander after this, I'm not here, right? <laughs> like, come be. on, they have to call it. It's not Critter anymore. It's Evander. We, surely. And do we call Dale Mike? <laughs> Dale's got to be Mike Dyson. <laughs> oh yeah, funny as funny as he's um. Yeah, they're worried about his concussion, so they're sort of taking a more um, precautious, more sorry, more cautious uh, avenue, and he'll be back sort of two weeks. Um, Ramsey, he's done his knee, and he's also a two-weeker. RFM has done his ribs, um, and he's also two weeks. Um, Fitzgibbon's also injured. Uh, Dusty, I didn't pick up what he did. Like Shoulder. his dad fucking runs in RB. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, you know he had a he had a shoulder rico in the off season. He's done the same thing again. So yeah, okay. Um, yep. So no time frame on that, and I've got a third of Manly squad out. So we've got Saab, Tuipolotu, Kula, Alawai, Olukawatu, Sipley, and Schuster. Um, some people back this week that might be super coach relevant. Walters is back, um, Collins is back, Manu is back, and uh, Ruben Cotter is sniffing around in the reserves as well. Saw a great tweet today, lads, uh, and I don't know who it was from, so I do apologise because I would have called it out because it was that good. And it said, Desi Has is going to put the Pride jersey in front of every Maccas and KFC in the Northern Beaches to stop Josh Schuster going there. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. 100%. Very good. Very good. Nice one, Az. Sharp as usual, mate. Sharp like your haircut, as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Had to get one for the wedding. True, true. Get a hairy. Nice one. All right. Let's let's, uh, hit the comp romp up. We're heading into the last round, lads. Um, bit to play for um, with the uh, the cump bowl down the bottom, and obviously some. Uh, uh, there's four teams fighting for the last spot in our in our top six as well. So there was a bit to play for last week. Lukey, you and Azza played. 
Yeah, I've got a fucking touch-up. Where did you pull that out of, Hazard? Where did you I, pull an 870 high, fucking nine from? High score of the year, thank you. Oh, mate, you needed it too. Just And, and the whole fucking 200 points you flogged me by, bloody help with the for and against thing too. So it looks like um, I basically have to beat Java this week and as a loses to put him into the cunt bowl. So, and look, Java's just lost Ponga, so I am a chance. He didn't put up the best score last week, so... Java um, has put a waiver in for Walsh, but the matchup is shit. Yeah, so it, it, as I said, for me, it's um, addition by subtraction, so it, it it sort of is all good. So, as a who have you got this week, mate? Uh, Madmen. <laughs> You've got the last oh. place team. Oh, shit. I'm definitely playing fucking uh, good is for this the cunt bowl. Not our last round? This yeah, is does this mean round. your score versus Skook score in this the week, no, this no, is but the yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. But if no. I win and you lose, it puts you into the cunt bowl, which means you automatically lose and get the cunt bowl, Azza. Yeah, no, well, no, not necessarily because if Azza score beats whatever Googs, oh well, Azza, you're playing. No, Googs, he's so playing. Exactly. That's, 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 that's if that's Azza right. loses yeah, yeah. this week and yep. Loki wins, that's it. So at the Azza, end, Azza gets it's the cunt bowl. So at Monday, eleven o'clock, when fucking lockout is over, whoever sits in eleventh and twelfth is the cunt bowl, and those two scores for the round are compared. Whether they played each other or not is irrelevant. Yep. So, I have to win, and Azza has to lose, but still, if my score... Like 250-point swing. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. But that's easy, because if I win by fucking 100 and you lose by 100... You know, we, we you know it gets close, so that's that's what has to happen. But no, it's points scored. You got to yeah, you got to yeah, get two hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's right, it's not happening. Yeah, no. but I fall back happen. into so it doesn't matter because then my score gets put up against Googs' score. Yeah, yeah, and Googs has got his strongest squad he's fielded all year now. Because he's got Sam Walker, he's got fucking Ezra Mam, he's got oh. he's got no he's got Lua, but no Lua. <laughs> He does, mate. He's got Ezra Mam against the Tigers. Yeah, Mam against the Tigers, yeah. Walker, Walker versus Manly. <laughs> I just resolved myself too. Two years in a row, podcast presenters are receiving the cunt bowl. This is a problem. I, 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 I was sitting there last week, just I, I resolved myself of the guilt of draft day. I was just like, because I was carrying it for a bit, just going, yeah, I probably deserve the cunt bowl after given as a Dewey. And then I went... But I actually gave him fucking Angus Crichton for Schuster. So I was just like, for, for weeks, I've just been like, nah, mate, I've basically resolved myself of that guilt. And now I'm just probably going to end up with a couple anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, all good. Yeah, I'm going to have to shit the bed hard to you get will. the couple. Probably three HIAs is probably do the trick. Yep. Oh, yep. Lukey, Lukey just putting that voodoo out there. Well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna, anything I fucking can. I wasn't going to waver just to let some players sit on the thing, but maybe I will. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, shit. Eh? Benny, you and me played last week. Yeah. And I've, and I've gift-wrapped you another fucking win. You did. Oh, mate, <sighs> 759's not a bad score. Kind of had a bloke get three, and I had another bloke get 15. Don't let the three I'll take. But even if you got a seventy, probably yeah, you're struggling to win. Uh, the bloke, I, I got, playing, the I bloke got getting fifteen. You just, you just traded for fucking Cody Cody's. Walker, knowing that yeah. he had a fifteen in him. Oh, well, I don't know about fifteen, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll cop a twenty-five or a thirty. 
Don't know about a 15 because he hasn't gone that much lower uh, than that this year. St. George, 15? he got a 10. No, he got a 10, 17 against Melbourne in round two. He got a, fi- a 10 against St. George in round five. Um, he got a... Th- yeah, well, that's the lowest, those two. And then he got a 34 as his lowest since then. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah but... Not... Not a fuck. Not the timing that I needed anyway, but you... No. Two fucking uh, Olam rib removals. We'll do that yeah, to you. That, he that got fucking, fucking shortened up. up twice by yeah. Fulham. It was outstanding. I loved it. I, I, did, I didn't watch fucking grub. I didn't watch the game. I just saw Luke Lane just. I just saw Lukey just mouthing off. I'm like, oh shit, this cunt's either been sent off or HIA. <laughs> and I've flicked on. I've gone. Oh no, he's still on the field. Oh, he's on ten points. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but Benny, mate, take it away. You 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 dealt me up a lot. Uh, I would say a very consistent score. I had pretty much sixties across the board. Um, Gutherson Brown sixty, Lodge sixty, Elliot sixty six, Tago sixty, May I had captain and he got a fifty three, Nakora fifty two, Hines forty seven, and then I had Jeremy Marshall King knock me out a one oh eight. Um, Max King on a sixty two. Uh, my two bad scores were Cooler got a 31 and Garner got a 28 because he got injured in the 43rd minute, I think. Uh, and then I left Edric Lee on the bench for an 89 and Katoni Staggs on the bench for a 61. So, all in all, it wasn't a bad week, like pretty consistent scoring. I called the Jeremy Marshall King thing. I don't know why I didn't captain him. Uh, I said to captain him in the podcast and then I didn't do it. And sure enough, he yeah, knocked out 108, which was probably the sealer for me. As soon as Marshall King scored that try in that game, I was like, oh, I'm pretty well home here, I think. Uh, for Feeder was Feeder was helping you out oh, coming home though, mate. I was that that that's was like if if ever I need you, cunt, it's right now. And I didn't get it. <laughs> you got a good score, Aaron Clark though. The seventy four was handy. It, you you take away you take away the fifteen and the three, and my lowest score is forty three. Everyone yeah. else got over fifty and sixty. Yep. Uh, it, was it, was so it, was, it was pretty it tight. It was pretty tight up until that Marshall King. I think oh, up until I saw Marshall nah. King score. Mate, nah, as soon as I saw Ramsey get three, I'm like, I yeah, don't okay. know if I can overcome this. I don't know if I can overcome it. Like, it, what, what did Hines get? 47. 47. No, you, That's no, probably uni- his third worst score of the no year. No unicorn points this year. No, this week. No, Help not me this out. week. So, no. so, so, our ladder as it stands, I'm on 18 and in sixth spot. Um, and then there's three blokes underneath me on 16. Only one has a better four and against than I do. So... Basically, the scenario is I win, I'm in. I lose, but I can. I reckon I've got to get over 800, and and you need me. To I'm, win. A, I'm okay. Um, and then I think the three blokes below me have all got top four sides, they so do. I need I need them to to lose. But I'll, I'll give the you the three drum. Three blokes below you have got top four sides. You're talking McNally's got a top four side. Who's he's he playing? No, 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 no. They're, no, who they're playing, playing against the top oh, four sides. They're playing against top four sides. Top four sides. Like, no. But I'll give you the drum. This is the third year straight that my season has come down to the last game of the round for me to make the finals. And I'm fucking exhausted. I'm exhausted by it. <laughs> I'm so over it. I'm so sick of being, of fighting for the fucking finals every year. I knew I was shit before this. But I'm so over. <laughs> Resign to it now. Mate, every year is nine and nine for me. Nine and nine. Nine and nine. Nine and nine. So, yeah, it'd be great to actually have a side. And it'd be great to have a fucking side that's in the top four for once and just be like, yeah, I'm in the finals, whatever. 
but yeah, unfortunately, we're not all blessed with the super coach gift, so we have to fight and scrap. So we'll see how this weekend plays out anyway. Um, bit bit going on, but we'll uh, keep everyone up to speed next week um, when it's all said and done. But uh, would love to make finals, but if I don't, I, I dare say I'm going to be slightly relieved as well. Lads, is that us? That's us. Le- Legends League? Legends League. Oh, Legends League. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, oh, let's is talk that about a thing? Let's, count let's talk about Legends <laughs> League. <laughs> <laughs> everything, no, no, let's because talk about you just don't fucking do nothing about it. I understand that. I was away, still. mate. Give me a break. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not targeting you. I'm targeting the other cunts. Me? Um, i got a team to worry about. Can't, I'm I still got, in finals I got, contention. I've got premiership <laughs> aspirations. That's okay. Ex- excuses. I will just be taking this if we win it, so thanks. Yeah, um, fair. So we, we actually... That's all right, cunt. You did it last year when I was helping you out, so you might as well do it again this year. I didn't take it. Thank you. Oh, oh, really? Okay. I no did worries. the bulk of the fucking work again, which is why I gave you the bloody um, listener lead, because I was like, I think that's more your... Like domain, I think that's quality. More that's more your quality, <laughs> your capacity. Just yeah. but uh, we've uh, we've topped the rub down by about eighty points. Um, Not a hard victory to gather, really. It really wasn't. I'm, I'm even wondering if Natty does his side anymore. To be fair, but uh, yeah, they've, they've struggled. So we've this this is tough for us because this week we're playing the turnstiles and we've both shot ahead to twenty four points. Clear of the draftsmen who are on 20 and Wilson drafts expert on 20. So this week we've got turnstiles in a game for the minor premiership. So and a week off because it's top five in this comp. So we're literally playing in the week off in the in, in the week that fucking Joey Manu may not play. We've lost Oliver Katu. We've also lost um, um, Cooler as well. So it's not looking good for the head bin, but we'll finish. Just rest blokes, mate. Just rest blokes. Just rest I'm blokes. thinking of that. I'm thinking of just, just going. Imagine, imagine the, the big, imagine the big dick energy for just resting blokes. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> I'll put it on the chat and just go, "Oi, this is yours turn." So I was just going to rest blokes for this week. So yeah. enjoy, enjoy number one while it lasts, champ. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Great job on the Legends League this year, Loki. Oh, now he wants to be a part of it. Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm, mate. <laughs> I, know, I, I, never I don't. Listen, I don't want a bar of it. He hasn't wanted it since last year. But <laughs> I've, I've, apparently, apparently he's aggrieved because he helped me out a couple of times. I'm worried about Dusty's welfare if he doesn't get in the finals next week. It's a big problem. He's been doing this a long time and it's just another year that he hey, just puts I, up mediocre shit again. Oh, it, it's, it's just <laughs> horrid, mate. It's, hor- it's like I've got a good squad. I had maybe the best back row in the comp and fucking... Barnett goes down for six weeks. I'm like, excellent, Barnett's coming back. Fafita goes down for six weeks. Oh, excellent, I get Fafita back. Maddo goes down for a fucking month. Oh, great Luke, stuff. can you just put in violin noises? <laughs> I, said, I just said I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by my mediocrity. I'm exhausted so by having to scrap and scrap and fight for a nine and nine season, mate. Sometimes you got to admit when you shit at something, and I, I think I've finally gone. You know what? I not, that's my ceiling. It's like a nine and nine season. <laughs> it's like nine and nine. That's that's the my dirty season. niners, mate. Bring it back. Oh, bring oh, back the dirty boys, niners. The drum after fucking five or maybe six straight seasons of making the finals. I've now missed them for the third straight season, and it's just it's territory that I'm just. 
It's like, I'm, I feel like I'm the Broncos, how they were just successful for years and then just fell off a cliff. So look for next year for me to bounce back. To, and to those people form. that say that uh, there's a couple there's a couple of opposing views in here uh, that it's not luck-based, man, come on. Oh, it's 100%. It's I, so luck-based. It's so luck-based. I said at the start of the season that it was 75% luck. And I have had one injury in. this year. I have had, Now that I say this, I'll be fucked for finals. Oh, but yes. I have had one injury this year, Campbell Graham. That's <laughs> it. Everybody else has played 18 games this season. But you had but you had a shit ton of injuries in the last couple of seasons, and it's exactly. the reason why you got the 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 cump bowl last year. You know, like, it is yes. That and a couple of tantrums, but, but you know the rest <laughs> of it. Was... Did throw the toys out of the pram. <laughs> a couple, fuck man. <laughs> but you're a hundred percent right. Like the, the the thing about it is, you might only have one injury right all year. That injury might be to your number one pick for the two weeks that you need W's and you're fucked. You're completely fucked. Harry like, fucking Grant last year. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's just it. Like, you, you know, you've got to... within 24 hours of draft. 100%. It was already I was in your head. done. As soon as, it, <laughs> soon as he went down in that trial, I was like, oh, well, season 2021's a right off. Did you, did you go home early? Did you leave the Do Gold Coast? Stay <laughs> it's true. It's hard to know where the, the tantrum ended and uh, just general Benny going home early started. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, all good, lads. All good. All right. It's that's us for another year. week. <laughs> it's been a long It's year. been a very fucking long year, man. <laughs> a very long year. And then Manly year. dumped this on us at fucking two rounds to go. Oh, because oh, no. I've got I've got Dino this week and I'm like, okay, I need a win. And then oh, please s- put in zero and five. Please. Suck Mate, shit, Dean. Teddy's Teddy's going to score 500 points And then he's going to captain him He's going to score 1,000 points Yeah Head knock How was last week? Can we just talk about last week's score For Dino When he got 500 from fucking two players And scored a total of 700 So this is This is the This is the bloke who got Gift wrapped James Tedesco in in a trade So he now has Tedesco and Cleary in his team And Panos Payne Haas. Oh, he got gifted wrap by that that shit as well. How's that trade it working out for you, Azza? Day gift. It was a Valentine's Day gift. It was a Valentine's Day. It was this week. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. We talked Mate, about it last week. It came with a ball rub and a rim job as well. By the sounds of it. It did. <laughs> <laughs> but in all fairness, Xavier Savage and Mo Fodawaker are lighting it up for you. So good work on that one. Um, but yeah, he's fucking... He's zero on four. I can't tell if that was sarcastic or not. It was a hundred percent sarcastic. Oh, we worked it out last week. The trades actually worked better for me until this week. Where are you on the ladder? Oh yeah, I mean, Painhouse <laughs> missed games and didn't score over fifty-five. So the it whole makes time. no difference. It's it w- it would have it was an even trade. Dead air. The dead air says everything <laughs> we need to know. It's a two-time comp winner arguing with a. Mm. Anyway, no, no time. <laughs> well, at least I'm still in final contention. A part-time podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I would. You know what? I would. I would. All I know is I would never. I would never trade Payne Haas for Xavier Savage and some trinkets. Have you still got Connor? Tr- have you got some? Have you still got? Um, he's still Tracy? got Connor Tracy. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing well now. Good work. Good trade. What did he score on the weekend? 46? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good if he captains Haas and he scores 120 this week. 
because it'll put you to bed and everything oh. will be justified. He's Well, he's going to do that anyway. Anyway, we'll do it again next week, lads. Thanks for jumping on. Go Supercoach. <laughs> Yay for Supercoach. <laughs> Supercoach is the real winner here. Do like that here next week, trust me. He's fucking in a He's in Beyond Bin. For sure. Mate, if, if I lose next week, fuck, I'm going to be charged on the potty. I'm going to... I don't. If you I'd, make it. If you're even here. Waivers. Yeah, well, fuck, turn up for the waivers. You can't do it. <laughs> See you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs>